Hello. Blue Suisse presents today's market analysis. Capital Markets Overview European stock markets performed well at the opening of November, and investors are preparing for the next week of corporate earnings, including earnings from Ryanair, Coloplast, and NXP semiconductors and key central bank meetings in the United Kingdom, the United States, and Australia. At the same time, they will follow developments at the COP26 climate summit in Glasgow while digesting new economic data. Germany's retail sales fell 2.5% in September, which was lower than market expectations for a 0.6% increase, while China's PMI survey painted a mixed picture of the country's manufacturing activity. In October, the official manufacturing PMI was 49.2 over the weekend, indicating a contraction for the second consecutive month, while the Kaishin PMI suggested a rebound in output. Elsewhere, the European Union and the United States reached a truce on steel and aluminum trade on Saturday, allowing the elimination of more than $10 billion in export tariffs each year. The FTSE 100 index rose to 7,270 on the first trading day of November, hovering near the highest level since February 2020. Investors will focus on a new round of corporate earnings this week in the central banks of the United Kingdom, the United States, and Australia. Key decision. It is unclear whether the Bank of England will raise interest rates for the first time since the flu pandemic. However, some policymakers have pushed up borrowing costs due to rising inflationary pressures. In a single stock, Ryanair rose 1% after falling in early trading. The company reported a profit for the first quarter of 2019 but confirmed its full-year loss forecast. Barclays shares fell 1.2% after the bank said that after British regulators investigated its relationship with sex offender Jeffrey Epstein, CEO Jez Staley will resign. Official data from the National Bureau of Statistics showed that manufacturing activity contracted in October, while private Kaishin data shows that manufacturing activity is expanding. At the same time, October's official service sector activity data showed slow growth, as the new crown epidemic put pressure on domestic consumption, tourism, and the wider service industry. Market decliners include consumer giant Wuliang Ye Yibin, down 5.45%, rare earth company North China, down 9.19%, and semiconductor company Tianjin Zhonghua, down 548%. At the same time, alternative energy companies Longi Green, 2.35%, China 3, 7.04%, and Jiangsu Akakung, 10.06%, also brought benefits to investors. The S&P 500, plus 0.2%, Nasdaq Composite, plus 0.6%, and Dow Jones Industrial Average, plus 0.3%, rose modestly on Monday, and each set intraday and closing record highs. Nikkei 225 index rose 2.61% to close at 29,647 points while the broader Topix index rose 2.18% to close at 2044 points. Investors welcomed the results of the Japanese House of Representatives election. Prime Minister Fumio Kishida's ruling coalition won 293 seats among 465 members of the House of Representatives, thereby maintaining a majority of seats, eliminating political and policy uncertainty, and paving the way for fiscal stimulus. Investors are now turning their attention to Kishida's approach to solving economic problems related to the pandemic recovery and income inequality because investors are worried about increasing capital gains taxes. 
Japanese technology, shipping, consumer, and manufacturing companies boost the market, including Sony Group, 5.4%, Japan's Umori, 3.3%, SoftBank Group, 2.68%, Fast Retail, 4.22%, and Tokyo Electronics, 4.28% increase. The Standard & Poor's ASX 200 index rose 0.64% on Monday to close at 7,371 points, boosted by a broad market rebound as investors awaited Tuesday's critical monetary policy decision. It is widely expected that the Reserve Bank of Australia will keep the cash rate unchanged but must deal with increasing pressure to end its yield curve control plan and put forward guidance on interest rate hikes in 2024. Revenues from companies such as Telstra, 2.88%, Osnet Services, 3.85%, Pilbara Mining, 3.64%, Domino Pizza, 3.49%, and Zero Limited, 4.17%, drove broad market participation, thereby increasing shake up the index. At the same time, the share price of Westpac Bank, Australia's third largest bank, fell 7.36%. Although the bank announced plans to return US$3.16 billion to shareholders through dividends and repurchases, the net interest margin declined. That is all for today. Visit Blue Suisse website for more analysis for free. See you tomorrow.